What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. Episode 88. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Uh, NFL is getting closer. NBA uh, playoff basketball has been amazing. Uh, even though there's no LeBron, ratings up like 23%. People saying if LeBron's not in the playoffs, people are not going to watch. People are clearly watching, um, getting <laughs> some great basketball. So. <clears throat> I was going to say it helps when you have good matchups, good teams, competitive series, uh, which it has been so far. Oh, yeah, definitely has. I mean, since we're on the NBA now, I mean, let's get right to it, man. I mean, NBA announced uh, the MVP. Your boy Joker, you got it again back to back. How are you feeling about it? I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this. I, I think I think he is the best player in the league uh, all around. What he brings to the table, how he carries that team. You know, I, I don't think he's as flashy as people like. And I think that's a – it's almost like a great – like a mark against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, because he's, he's probably one of the sm- smartest basketball people out there uh, in the NBA, too. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, again, like I said, I think he's the best player in the NBA, so he's probably the MVP. Um, he carried that Denver team that had no Jamal Murray and essentially no Michael Porter Jr. Uh, for the whole year. Got him into the playoffs. Yep. And I guess that's, that's you know, really all you can ask of, ask of a player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, why, you know, I mean, his plus minus was through the roof, obviously, you know, from, from, uh, from the stat nerd point of view, plus mm-hmm. minus was through the roof when he was off the floor, the team was terrible, obviously, cause they didn't have any other, you know, um, high end players really on, on that team besides him when he was out. So, yeah, I mean, he's probably the MVP. It's just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. I mean, I think he, uh, I don't want to say wins by default, but. I mean, he put himself in the best position to win it again. Kept his team in the winning record. What what kept him, you know, well above water. Other his other two uh, complimentary stars are out the whole season. It didn't really miss a game. I mean, if you just look mm-hmm. at the other candidates, candidates, mm-hmm. right? You got Chris Paul. Can't really say he's a MVP. Didn't put up great numbers, even though he's on the winning team. Mm-hmm. Then you then you could say, uh, you know, what about you know Booker? You know, put up yeah. some put up some stats, but wasn't really. Uh, Stat-wise, wasn't comparison, wasn't much to uh, Jokers. Uh, the only other person you could really say was uh, Embiid or Giannis, right? But, you know, Embiid missed some games, and then the other person is Giannis. But I kind of feel like they it's, – it's hard because some of these uh, – even though these players are great, I mean, they don't get much uh, airtime because of the market. I mean, nobody really watches well, that- Denver Nugget games and – right. I mean, when, when when you watch him play, you, you can tell he's you can you, you can see how good he is. He's just so smart with the ball. Uh, he's super efficient. He hits a ton of shots. I, I you know again like you're probably right if he's in a Los Angeles or Boston or Philly or you know one of the bigger markets, he probably does get more notoriety. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's like when uh, Rudy Gobert was Defensive Player of the Year. People are like who? Um, <laughs> but. I mean, the, I mean, the numbers don't lie, man. I mean, he's been playing great, better yep. stats than last year. Even even though he won it last year, he's put up better stats this year. So, I mean, he's only getting better and better. I mean, he's pretty much like a, I don't say like a a big man uh, Westbrook, but I mean, he's put up a bunch of triple doubles. Just just a overall finesse 
finessing guru out there as a big man. Like, if you want to yeah. watch a, watch, if you want to learn something from big men, definitely watch him and Embiid. I mean, they're just something to marvel to watch at keeping the big man, uh, the big man position alive in today's right. NBA. Yep. Nope. I agree. They announced the coach of the year. Your boy Monty won it. I know uh, Philly wishing they never let him go, man. How how, how are you feeling about this? I, I mean, best team in the league. They, you know, again, you know, I, I don't think I don't think we've talked about this before. You know, I, they have a couple of uh, high end players and Chris Paul and and uh, and Booker and Aiton, but I don't think that they're you know like bona fide superstars. I mean, you know, I had this conversation with one of my friends the other day. It was you know about Booker being a you know where does he kind of land in in the in the high end players in the league and, and we probably got him somewhere in the top fifteen but I wouldn't say he's a top ten player yeah um, anywhere between that ten to fifteen range yeah so again doing it with these guys some 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 injured best best record the Suns ever had I think it was kind of a no brainer for uh for coach of the year oh yeah pretty much I mean not much uh. I mean, I don't think there's really anybody else you could say that would uh, be coach of the year. No, um, I don't think so. I mean, maybe you could say Mem- the Memphis coach, uh, you know, because they came, they yeah. were second in yeah, the West. True. But um, that, you know, that would be my only other t- option as a uh, coach of the year. But I mean, definitely, he's. I mean, I can't believe I can't believe uh, Philly over like some of these teams just overlooked them, like Philly and yeah. I mean, they they needed. A, he was on the staff, like as an assistant. But hey. Sometimes people miss it, man. Yeah, and I mean, you can always go Spolstra too. I mean, the Heat, the one seed, mm-hmm. probably a team that overperformed again. Just a really solid. I mean, he's probably in the top three in voting every year. So yeah, those are probably the, the one, two, three of coaching. Um, yeah, as far as voting this year. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely well deserved. Looking forward to seeing this uh, next round matchup yep, for, uh, for, sure. for some of these teams, and then. Uh, Speaking of the matchups, right now we got the uh, the Suns. They're uh, tied two two with Dallas. I mean, we were wrong. We thought uh, we were about to pull out the brooms, but looks like Dallas heard us and they got something to say, man. A lot of the role players are stepping up. They're helping out Luca, uh, making it easy. I mean, your boy Chris Paul was struggling last game. I mean, we got ourselves another series now. Best of three. Yeah, we we were uh, we were wrong on this one. Um, I, you know, I thought that the Suns may. Again, lose lose one of two in Dallas, and then come home and, and take it down. But um, Dallas showed some fight again in Game Four, and 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 even the series. Oh yeah, but it's kind of like night and day uh, how Dallas played at home compared to how they played away, and then the same for Phoenix how they played away compared to how they played at home. Um, yeah, Paul Paul just didn't seem right. I mean, he's turning the ball over, missing a ton of shots. Um, Opposite of what he was doing in the first two games when he basically took over late in the game. Yeah, he was like fourteen for fourteen one game. Yeah, that's probably karma because you can't have a you can't have a good game like that and <laughs> <laughs> not have a bad game. So it's too much. Yeah, during the series. So, um, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what happens because now uh, they can be caught, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get hot one game now, you got a a one of one. So yep, agreed. You got not as Dallas, you got nothing to lose right now. And then uh, in the other Western matchup, we got the, uh, the Golden State and the uh, uh, Grizzlies. This series is pretty much over. Looks like John Moran is not coming back. Warriors are up 3-1. I expect uh, the Warriors put him away in the next one. But, I mean, uh, man, I wish uh, John was there, man, because this would have been a like seven-game series right here. Yeah, I know. Um, and they, you know, I think I think they fought hard uh, yesterday, too, last night. You know, obviously didn't, didn't pull it out, but they uh, – 
Yeah, I think she's not having a job. Obviously, you know, he's, he's one of the best players in the league. Uh, having mm-hmm. him out, having his energy out is, uh, you know, unfortunately um, probably going to end Memphis this season. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard when you're playing Golden State, though. Your boy, uh, I mean, they they had a terrible shooting night last night. And, they were the, and then somehow they were just still in the game the whole game, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, Steph made eight straight free throws. You know, gave him the lead. Then Draymond had a big block on uh, on Jackson. Your boy Wiggins played great defensively on Jackson as well. I mean, Memphis just couldn't close it out, man. But I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, how they build from here as far as the momentum. Hopefully mm-hmm. there's nothing serious with, or Jai has to, like, rehab for a year or nothing like that. Yeah, no, they said it was a bone bruise and, and mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're painful. Uh, but they usually go, you know, they take a little while to go away. Yeah, so uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back with Avengers next year, hot out the gate. Uh, but man, it's going to be a great series if, uh, if for the next series as well. If it's uh, if it's, uh Golden State uh, Phoenix or Golden State uh, Dallas, so then in the East, I'm gonna let you get get your takeoff, man. <laughs> you got your Celtics tying it up at two two. Yeah, it should honestly, it's probably be like three one. Uh, they should have they should have won that game Saturday. Uh, they just didn't. Didn't close out properly. You know, Tatum was like three for 19 from the floor. You know, he didn't play well. And they still, you know, basically had the lead going into the last minute there and, and uh, just couldn't couldn't get it done, unfortunately. Um, and last night, you know, I think halfway through the th- third quarter, uh, I would say most Celtics fans are getting ready to jump ship. <laughs> playing, like, playing like crap again. And, and uh, you know, I think Gian- Giannis uh, – uh, woke up Al Horford and, and Al had uh, probably one of the best best games I've seen in a very long time, uh, especially for his guy's age. Um, going for 16 in the fourth quarter, the Celtics shot like 85 percent in the fourth quarter, uh, just hitting everything and, and ended up winning uh, by eight. So yeah, it was it was kind of the you know we 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 know we know the Celtics can do this. It's just you know again like shutting Giannis down. Um, let you know not not closing in on him letting them uh letting letting don't let the, the role players be a body up Giannis mm-hmm. and then and then hitting shots on the other end and, and they started to do that when they were able to take it down oh yeah I think uh I think it also helped you that they didn't put Bobby Porter back in um it seemed <laughs> like that's like their uh their, their energizer for Milwaukee so when he hit shot they, shots they get hyped but um, I don't, I'm not sure why he's in the doghouse now, but hey. Well, because he hasn't um, hit, he hasn't hit a shot in three games. <laughs> but I mean, you gotta leave him out there. I mean, the the trash talking, the size. Yeah. Um, Shoe is gonna shoot, man. So I mean, eventually he'll hit something. But I mean, I right. think that helped you guys as, as well. Um, and then like you mentioned before, the dunk on uh, Hawford definitely got him more amped in the game. Uh, he also mm-hmm. got Giannis back later on, and got him with a little elbow. Um, mm-hmm. On the way down, which was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, I, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, whatever. He did elbow him. They got the technical, whatever. But like, where was Al supposed to put his elbow on that one? Yeah, he kind of like, think, had, he like nowhere to put it. Yeah, but I think, I think the fact that it, if I think if he would have did that and not like flexed after, then it would have been like fine. But like he, he did the super flex after, and then he walked about five feet over to the to the uh, to the crowd and. The, and uh, still yelling. So yeah, but, they didn't give him a technical for that. They gave him a technical for the, the elbow. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If I think if he just hit him with the elbow, and then you know he was like, "Oh my bad," you know, rather than flexing, then it, it doesn't look as intentional. So 
But I mean, you know, definitely came back looking like uh, old Al Hofer from uh, Florida and Atlanta days, which was much needed for you guys. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to seeing uh, uh, where you guys go from here. Cause you guys got to put them away before uh, Middleton can come back. Yep, I would agree. Because you guys can beat Miami or Philly. So yeah, I think this uh, it's a big game five. You know, again, they, they played pretty well at home. Come out, come out hot. Um, just, just totally take Milwaukee out of the game early. I, I think, like they did in Game Two. Uh, I think that would that go a long way. Oh yeah, and then uh, we got uh, Philly playing Miami now. Uh, Philly's pretty much down like 17, and beads uh, in and out, uh, not 100 percent yet. Still wearing the mask, suffering from the uh, concussion and the uh, the bruised orbital bone. So, um. They, I mean, Philly plays like a totally, completely different team when Embiid's uh, not on the floor, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like James Harden gained, gained some of his confidence back. Your boy Danny Green's hitting some shots now. So it's going to be interesting to see if uh, they can pull pull it out, man. Yeah, I would. I, I could actually see this one going seven, uh, depending mm-hmm. on how. I mean, Embiid's back in there now. I You know, I can definitely see this going seven, going back to Philly. Philly taking it down, then going back to Miami for game seven. I can see honestly, I can see both series going seven. So yeah, um, well, I think I think a, yeah, it's a it's a it's a pick'em, man. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to take advantage of the injuries. I mean, yep. If you're if you're Miami, you got to put uh, Philly away because the longer the longer uh, Philly's gonna play, the healthier Embiid's gonna get. Yeah, and they don't have anybody to really guard him because uh, your boy Bam is not uh, you can't handle Embiid, man. Unfortunately, and oh, they don't. And I like Bam, but yeah, he's. He's Bam's not not big enough to 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 guard him. Yeah, so uh, I think I think in Miami benefits against uh, teams that like to play smaller lineups because mm-hmm. uh, Bam can pretty much switch on uh, one through five uh, depending yep. on who they play. So on to the NFL, not too much to cover. I mean, still waiting uh, for the season to get uh, in full effect. But your boy Tom Brady signs a broadcasting deal. <laughs> I thought he's gonna be getting like at least fifty, man. Um, 50, still, a, 50 a year to broadcast, yeah, man. To broadcast yeah i mean you uh, go man you gotta set, you gotta set a you gotta set a standard man jeez i mean they're signing he could be awful and they're locked into him for 10 years yeah well i mean imagine you just getting 50 a year and you were bad i mean that's a <laughs> that's a great day man <laughs> worst case uh, they send you worst case they send you home for the other nine years and you know you got another 50 coming in in a year so i feel like he did a pretty good job having never done this before Oh yeah, as far as negotiations, definitely. I know. Uh, I know Tony Romo's pissed, but I mean, this, this, uh, I think this is great though, because this also raises the the um the price. So now, when uh more sports players try to go into commentating, um, they're gonna be looking for a bigger purse. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh you see Peyton or somebody else trying to uh one up uh Brady to get a bigger deal. So yeah, yeah. I guess I guess we'll have to we'll have to see on that one. Then uh, the Broncos are up for sale. Says uh, the team's uh, estimated sale price will probably be about five million. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna need about, I mean, five billion. I'm, I'm gonna need, uh, I'm gonna need some help on that one. Apparently, they're, uh, they're trying to get Magic and some people to get together to uh, buy the team. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see that. Magic is an owner. Yeah, or I mean, he's, I mean, he's pretty much in every damn sport. But I wouldn't mind seeing that. That's somebody uh, who kind of, as an owner, kind of knows what he's doing. I mean, he's kind of, he's he's uh he's on the board for the Dodgers. Um, he's not like he's not one of those owners that messes things up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, he lets people do their job, and then he does his job. So yeah. Um, if he can get some other uh, minorities in there, I think that would be great as well. Yeah. Kind of open the door. 
Giants, they release uh, Bradbury. Got nothing to say about that. <laughs> Is that just a cost-cutting move? Like, why do they do that? Yeah, I mean, they did just say $12 million, but, I mean, he's a two-time Pro Bowler. You didn't, they didn't really address the cornerback need in the draft, so, I mean, everybody in our division has uh, either two great receivers or a great receiver. I mean, the Philly just signed uh, A.J. Brown, so now we got... We, we take we, man, we lose a Pro Bowl corner while other teams assign good receivers in our division. We already have an issue on defense, so but I think they should have just tried to restructure the contract or something. But yeah, that would have seemed like the prudent move. But hey, I don't know, man. Maybe they believe more in the guys they have, or we're gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, they did get a big corner from LSU, but he's more. I don't think he's ready to uh, guard a number one receiver or number two. He's probably more first year, probably do a lot of slot work, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I hope uh, either you guys get him or the Chiefs. <laughs> just to see us, just just for you guys to have two big six two corners. I think that's a good. That's something I would salivate over. I just love the. It reminds me of the uh, Seattle defense. I love that defense. Yeah, that defense is awesome. And then uh, I mean, there's talks about the NFL trying to get an expansion team. I don't like. I don't like. I think they're. I think that everything's good where they are. Yeah. They get too watered down, and you know. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge like. I think 32 is about the the max you can do. You get 16 in the conference. Um, you know, I feel like they have the division set up nicely. It just throws another wrench into it. Yeah, it makes it a little odd. I mean, you would have to do probably two more teams. The only sport I really think needs an expansion is the WNBA, because I feel like it's not enough teams to house all these players and that's yeah. why so many of them go overseas yeah and then they're making not to mention they're making so much more money overseas it's just it doesn't i mean it doesn't even make sense for it feels like they're doing charity work when they play in the WNBA. to be honest yeah i, I don't i don't blame them for going to try to make more money overseas then uh on to mlb uh your boy uh, otani hits a grand slam the other day why do people pitch this guy <laughs> he's uh He's unbelievable, man. Like again, he's 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 after it again. He's kind of got off to a slow start, but yeah, he's he's uh, hit his first career grand slam. You know, he's hitting the ball well again. He's pitching. His pitching's come back. I mean, he's in Fenway uh, last week. He threw a seven innings shutout ball on top of a you know two for four performance in in, in the uh, at the plate. So <clears throat> he's just continuing to uh, to kind of <laughs> be pretty amazing as as a kind of a two way player. Yeah, man. I mean, it's like, I, maybe, maybe he's, and the thing is, he's a pitcher. So, I mean, maybe he's, uh, maybe he's reading as well as he, as he, uh, as he should because he's a pitcher. But I mean, I mean, yeah, he's great, you still, man. You still got to have the hand-eye coordination. You still got to have the power, and you still got to do it often enough that that you're not, you know, late on pitches and things like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's uh, he's just great, man. Just overall, it feels like a. Uh, I'm going to say like a Bo Jackson, but just doing everything, man. He's right. pitching, he's hitting, uh, he's doing all he can. Yep. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they threw him out in the outfield <laughs> or some, or like on the, on the games when he's not pitching. Well, they just DH him. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. He puts a first base. Oh, you're saying like he could do pretty much anything? Yeah, like just because. Just, just like, hey, let's see him. Let's try him out at first base. I mean. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, right now they're second in, uh, in the American League right now. I mean, Yankees are uh, first right now, still holding strong, uh, twenty and eight. They got like two uh, up by two games, pretty much. Uh, they just got to stay hot, man. How you feeling, man? 
I think they're pretty good. You know, I, I you know I'd like a little more hitting out of them, but their pitching has been really good. Um, starting pitching and and relief pitching, their defense is much improved over the last year, and they're they're getting timely hitting. They you know again, it would be nice to put up some some bigger numbers in some of these games. You're not playing two one three two games all the time, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you know they're in a good spot. And again, I think defense has been huge for them. That was such a hindrance to them last year. Um, the defense was just terrible. Uh, so, you know, they've shored that up. Donaldson, the kid that they got, Keener Falefa, mm-hmm. um, up the middle, moving moving Gleber over to, to second and uh, and having kind of LeMahieu spell kind of everyone in the infield and then re-signing Rizzo, obviously. Rizzo's off to a, a really good start uh, from power perspective. So, yeah, yeah I, I, mean- I like where they're at right now. Yeah, I mean, they're not too far off from, uh, like, run scored. So, I mean, there's a few teams ahead of them, you know, like the Angels, mm-hmm. Cleveland, that's in the ALs. And then the NLs, there's, a, there's, like, one, two, three, four, five teams. So, they're probably, like, in the middle, the upper, upper, topper part, middle part of the, uh, in the league as far as, uh, like, run scored. So, like you said, pitch has been great. I mean, they just got to keep it up. You yep. want to create as much of a separation as possible, because exactly. um, you know teams are some teams are just getting into form now since there really wasn't any preseason, and then uh, you never know, or you know when you could get cold and you have those long stretches where um, you have yep. a tougher schedule, where you're coming out even. So that's usually where you're pitching your defense pulls you through. You could you know a couple games you're not hitting, going to some cold cold streaks. You're pitching a defense there to pick you up. Oh yeah, definitely. And then um, you got your and I know. I mean, you got your Dodgers. They're back at number one. They got like they're over up like a game on the Mets. The Mets are still up there too. I mean, not well, not much much we didn't expect for the Dodgers. Pretty much an all star pitching squad, um, all star uh, hitting squad, all star team. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a bunch of players that can probably start on any team at uh, pretty much all all positions. But you know, they came up short in the playoffs, so we're gonna have to wait and see if they can live up to the hype. Then we got the uh, the Mets. They're still holding strong. Uh, how do you feel about the NL, man? Yeah, I mean, the NL West is strong again like it was last year. Uh, you got all five teams over 500 to start this year. The, you know, the Dodgers and, and the Padres pacing and the Giants not far behind. But the Rockies and Diamondbacks have uh, also been playing well. You know, the rest of the NL, I think, is kind of a crapshoot. You know, the Mets, again, like we said, they got off the hot start. They're, they're, uh, they're still playing pretty good baseball here. Braves a little slower than I thought. And then the rest of the NL East is kind of meh. And then you got the, the Brewers and the Cardinals over in over in, in the Central. I, I would guess that the Brewers are going to kind of run away with that eventually. The Cardinals are just like the team that just continues to stick around no matter you know what year it is they're always there at the end but yeah i think you're, you're looking at kind of mets brewers and then whatever comes out of the west there oh yeah but that's just that we're gonna have to see who can stay hot man because uh a lot of these teams are uh or well, not a lot but i mean the mets were really in the picture last year um neither was like st louis but it seems like some of these teams uh flip-flop um this year yeah, well, outside, that, outside the outside the uh, the NL West, but that's kind of the nice thing about baseball too is that you know I, I don't think for the most part outside of maybe a handful of teams, many of these teams are very far off from being a contender. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. That's the thing about baseball. I mean, you, you whoever gets hot at the right time, mm-hmm. they can uh, they can win it all, which is uh, yep. the the crazy thing about it. So in the NHL playoffs have been kind of 
kind of crazy. All, all the series right now, except for Colorado, Nashville, are tied at 2-2 uh, going into today. Um, so you got seven seven series tied at 2-2, and then uh, Colorado with uh, Kale McCarley the way from you know UMass alum uh, swept the Predators last night. So it's it's been a you know kind of an interesting playoff. Usually, I mean, it, it, I feel like in the NHL is the one sport where the eight seeds have a chance. It really could go. I feel like anyway. Again, this is another one where teams can get hot, goaltender gets hot, and then uh, you know the eight seed upsets the one. But it's really been kind of back and forth. Uh, you know, team will win big and then and then lose the next game, and um, really kind of a really even. Uh, playoffs to, to 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 this point. Oh yeah, I mean right now Boston's down zero three. Bruins fans are going crazy right now. Yeah, they just they haven't played well in Carolina. The first two games they didn't play well tonight. They're not playing well. Um, the refs certainly aren't helping them. I'm not one to to blame the refs, but you know it's it's um, sometimes it can get a little one sided, and you know you have to you kind of have to wonder. Yeah, I know that's Matt's. I think that's Matt's team. I know he's excited as hell too. Oh no, he's Florida. So they're playing. They're oh no, Florida's Florida. Yeah, oh okay. Yeah. Yep, and uh, they they just won uh, to even the series last night in two two. Oh yeah, I know he's jumping out of his seat. He was on a, he was on that team for a long time too. Yep, he's been he's been on them forever. And then uh, I mean, Tampa Bay's down uh right now. Oh no, they're up now. Uh, two one on uh on the uh on the Maple Leafs. So well, we're gonna have to wait and see. Yep. 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 The uh. The uh, Lightning have kind of long been a favorite in the East tiers because they won the last two cups, and and they got off to a little bit of a rocky start as well. And then now they're they're uh, you know looking to to take a three two lead here and go back to Tampa. Um, Colorado's just been a wagon. I think they're the they're the team you really got to watch out for. Um, they were good last year and fortunately went down in seven in the in the Western Conference Finals, and now they're uh, again back in the in the semis uh, looking to do some damage. Yeah, they got a great defense too. They do. They're they're good all around. They got a good coach. They got a good defense. Um, good offensive players. Good leaders. Uh, it's a, just a really good team. Oh yeah, and uh, Maple Leafs got the number one pick. So no, the to... Canadians did. Oh no, the oh they did. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. And they're hosting the, the, the draft too. So are they? A, yeah, yeah, they were. They, they went from uh, being in the Stanley Cup Finals last year to uh, number one pick. Hey, things happen, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk to, talk to Tim Duncan about that. Hey, but no, but well, I've, they did that on purpose, though. They, <laughs> they 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 deliberately tanked. I don't care what anybody said. They deliberately tanked. And Robinson was hurt, so they tanked it. Yeah, that's that's the one. That's the one thing I ever. That, that's the greatest tank tank to win job I ever seen in my life. Um, that's the only one I ever seen seen where a team tanked, got the player they wanted, and then won the next year. That's the only I've never seen any, anything like that before. I mean, so many things have to fall into fall into place to do that. But hey, mm-hmm. I mean, has has go off, man. They won. Well, they won five, five because of that. Uh, yeah, they did. Yep. I mean, that's a that's a great coaching job. That's a great GM job right there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was it turned out to be a hell of a play. And I don't know if you saw some of this uh, NCAA stuff. I mean, the, uh looks like the NCAA dropped some uh, new N- NIL guidelines. Um, they're trying to crack down on the uh, on these uh, NILs, but it's too late, man. Pandora's box has been open. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the NCAA did not think people were going to be paid, getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars in uh, NIL deals. It seems like they're trying to, uh, you know, uh, get some kind of uh, legislation on it. But I mean, 
How could you try? I don't understand how the NCAA is trying to get legislation on something that it's Ill- it's technically illegal, uh, what they're doing. And then there's uh, states where they the boosters are protected, so they can't even go after them. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, NCAA starts getting sued by some of these boosters. But the NCAA is in a long fight now, and it looks like uh, it's definitely going to hurt the game a little bit because uh, you're going to get some teams loading up with uh, talent. But, I mean, ultimately it's going to come down to coaching. I mean, you can have the greatest players in the world. We've seen with uh, Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. if you're not if, the, if you're not being coached right, uh, might not work out for you. And the thing is, uh, not to, not to, it's, the only thing we're only really seeing the effects right now for football and basketball. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, some of these players start getting bigger deals for other sports like volleyball, baseball. It's going to get very interesting in the next few years. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw your boy uh, Arch Manning, man. He's uh, visited visited some schools, man. They, uh, he went to uh, he visited Alabama, um, Georgia. He's uh, visiting um, LSU and Florida. I like I think these upcoming weeks. Twenty three class, the number one prospect in the class. I mean, we all know about his uh, his uncles. It's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, he's, right now he's at sitting at six four two fifteen. So we'll see. Where do you think he's gonna go? Early early uh, early shot. Where's he going? Um, to be honest, I'm gonna say USC. You don't think he's gonna? You think he's gonna leave the SEC? Well, yeah, I think that's gonna be my dark horse, my dark horse, like my wild guess, blind guess. If if I had to pick a safe bet, I'll probably say uh, Alabama or LSU. Okay. But I think impactfully, if he goes to USC, then then we're looking at a a potential remake of uh, USC days with uh, Matt Leinart and uh, Reggie Bush type of uh, atmosphere in USC. Mm-hmm. And those days were crazy. It's in California, man. You can't go along playing in California. No, I get um, that. I'm not saying it's a bad, bad choice. I'm just, you know, leaving the SEC after his uh, brother, brother, uh, sorry, his dad, uh, sorry, uncles. Goes yeah. His uncles uh, both went to SEC schools. I think, where does dad go? Does dad go to Ole Miss, too? Oh, Mississippi. Yep. So, I mean, they're all, they're all in that same division, but, hey. But I think sometimes, sometimes kids want to step out of their shadow. Sure. Um, yeah. No, I get that. And the, the thing is, is that uh, the safe bet is probably going to be Alabama just because of the coach. I don't think a lot of these other teams have uh, coaches that people will want to play for. My only guess would be USC just because of Lincoln Riley. And he's an offensive coach, pro system. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. But that's the thing. And maybe he wants to create his own legacy. You never know. Sometimes kids are tired of living in their, you know, uh, family shadow. But... gentlemen it's that time again we got a brand new edition of jd's bites and brew what you got for us all right so tonight uh kind of an easier um meatball uh, recipe okay um it was a chicken meatball so instead of uh, kind of like a low carb so instead of using breadcrumbs as the binder use cheddar cheese which i know you love rich um uh, threw a little parsley in there, salt, pepper, garlic powder. What else was in there? Chili powder. Uh, no, not chili powder. Chili, uh, red chili flakes. Get that all together. Put them in the pan. Fry them in the pan for, uh, you know, about 10, 12 minutes or so. Um, and then took them out, let them rest. And then while doing that, made a, a lemon garlic sauce. Uh, so a little chicken stock, 
um, lemon juice, uh, garlic, garlic powder, parsley, red pepper flakes, salt, pepper to, to taste. Uh, kind of mix that all up. Put a little bit of sriracha in there, a little bit of hot sauce, give a little more um, zing, and then and then some butter as well. So through the, the let that kind of um, simmer down, and then and then through the meatballs back in. And, uh, and yeah, chick- little lemon garlic chicken meatballs, and then through the uh, um, through that over some some white rice. Oh, nice! That sounds good. With uh, is is that one of those meals that tastes better on the second day too, or? Yeah, I had it today, and it was it was still it was still good. Yeah, for sure. Those one, are the best meals, man. That's one one that heats up well for sure. Yeah, those are great meals, man. Especially especially when uh. You can like have it a few days. You can have it, like either for a bunch of different like lunches or dinner. You just mix it up. Mm-hmm. Those are the best. Yeah. And then uh, what'd you guys drink that down with? All right. So this is a a, a beer I got for my birthday from my brother. Um, from it's from White Lion Brewing Company out of uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. So back in uh, you know area where where you used to be there. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's a, it was a mango and marshmallow hopsicle sour is the name of it. So White Lion uh, do a lot of they do a lot of different beer, IPAs, pale ales, sours, uh, stouts. They kind of do a little bit of everything. So I was a little hesitant on this one just because I'm not a huge mango fan. Like it depends on mm-hmm. the drink or whatever or you know however it's whatever it's with. But um, not just not just a not a huge mango fan. Uh, I I typically do like. A little bit of marshmallow in, in beer, it kind of gives it a little, um, a little bit of a sweet aftertaste, but it's it's usually pretty good. Um, so didn't really, you know, wasn't really expecting much out of this one. Um, mm-hmm. it turned out to be pretty good, actually. You know, I felt like the mango was was tame. Uh, it wasn't too too uh, overbearing. The marshmallow was at a good level, so it was, you know, again, not not kind of overtaking that the beer beer flavor and you still got a little bit of the you know it was almost like a, a little bit of an ipa aftertaste so i mean this one came in at, at 5.25 percent uh, abv so and a bit a bit on the lower side easier to drink but i i was i was pleasantly surprised with it i would say after after uh reading the name i mean it's not to me it sounds great because i love mangoes um <laughs> i use a lot of mangoes in, in my smoothies i feel like it's a great uh like flavored drink to me i love mangoes man i feel like you can't go wrong with mangoes i don't think i ever had something that tasted bad that had mangoes in it to be honest yeah, yeah so this one was pretty good i mean again i'd probably go with like a 7.2 not gonna blow you away oh man a little low right there man. but uh but you know again where my expectations were and what happened uh i was pleasantly pleasantly surprised might have to give it a little try, man. But I mean, that sounds good, man. Yeah. Then uh, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then for the BRR, is not too much to cover. Checked out. Uh, I mean, the Wilds came back, season two. Uh, only got past the first episode. Um, we're getting to see the the guy the guy story, or the men's stories. First season, we got to see the women, but now we're getting to see the the men's like their side of it, what they went through. You're also seeing the women as well because, uh, you know, they're still interviewing them in the room. So uh, I don't want to give too much away, but definitely give you something to watch if you checked out the first season. Just got to just, just gotta see, watch it just to see what happened, man, and see if this, how, how this makes sense. 
outside of that, there was a uh, uh, We Own This City. I don't know if you've seen the first or second episode yet. Um, only got four more episodes after. Didn't see it yet, no. no yeah, just, so, finished, just finished Ozark, uh, the finale. Oh, yeah. How, how are you feeling after the, after the finale? Um, that was kind of lame. The finale was kind of lame. I don't know. Just left, you know, in more my questions. Opinion, too, too much unanswered. <laughs> As I said, I, I feel like they could have gave us another two or three seasons with that yeah. ending. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if, again, if you're gonna switch mo- like um, cartel bosses, like, and you're not gonna let Marty like take over the cartel or something like that. I don't know. They, they had some options there, but throwing like Camilla in there to take over the the cartel and then killing Omar. Um, you know, as like the tragic figure, and you're just like, oh, I guess, I guess everything's just gonna go back to normal then, right? And having, uh, ha- having um, the PI guy, uh, you know, figure everything out, but but he's gonna get blasted by Jonah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then then uh, you know, they killed uh, what's her name? Ruth. Yeah, that one was kind of kind of sad, but you know, I think she felt like she knew that was coming. Eventually. It's coming, yeah. Yeah, she ignored the clock was ticking. Everything was too good to be true. You can only mess with the cartel so much before and, and be protected by, uh, you know, Marty and Wendy for so long before it's just it, it it's going to come to an end. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't her fault. It was a homegirl that snitched, but, you know, she's not about that life, so. Yep. Um, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think as a show, I think overall it was, it was pretty good. Definitely some slow points during the show, but a good storyline, mm-hmm. good acting, you know, got the people that piss you off. Like the kids every once in a while, and well, then the mom. Wendy, Wendy, obviously. Like, yeah, she was bugging, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like some of the stuff she was doing, I was like, man, she needed to die. Yeah, um, but I mean, that's how you know people are playing their, their character great, man. Exactly, or it's, or it's a great story, written story. When you when you start like emotionally investing into characters and like you start hating characters, that's how you know they did a good, they did a good job with that one for sure. For sure, you know, sad to see it go, but yep. now we gotta find we gotta find some replacements, man. Yep, no, I hear you. There's there's a few new shows I wanted to check out. I know HBO has one. Uh, it seemed like it was like based off something. Oh, yeah, Michelle's sister just had one on HBO. She said we should watch. It might be that one. It has the the it has the mother from um from that Netflix show, the one you just watched. Uh, uh, what was that one called? Uh, it's called the staircase. Was the show? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I seen the preview for it. It's supposed to be based. I don't know if it's based off something, or like it seems like a true story or something like that. Um, but it seemed kind of scandalous uh, from the uh, <laughs> the preview I saw. So yeah, definitely gonna check it out. I'm hearing other good things about that. Uh, the the cowboy one. I don't know if it's like aliens involved. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like from the producers of Yellowstone and somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's on Amazon Prime or Paramount Plus. Uh, I forgot what it's called. It'll, that it'll one, come that one I don't know. Yeah, I've seen a preview for a bunch of times, and I was like, oh, not sure what it was. And then it showed like an extended preview. And it looked like, uh, you know, they were mentioning the producers of Yellowstone and some other shows. And then they were showing like this guy, he like owns some land. Uh, he's like a cowboy, and there's like something happens on his land. I don't know if it's aliens or I don't know if the the way that the way the sh- the preview made it seem is like it was like some extraterrestrial things going on, and they're trying to figure it out in the town. Don't know that one. 
I'll let you know once I see it again. Right. And then uh, outside of that, I mean, checked out Doctor Strange. Good, good Marvel movie. I was kind of a little disappointed, not going to lie. I expect them. I just had high, super high hopes. Mm-hmm. Some stuff we were going to see. Don't get me wrong. Fight scenes were great. Uh, Scarlet Witch delivers. I mean, she she's pretty much bodying people in that movie. If you know what that means, like, you know, beating them up, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how it was. I don't know. I think it was like PG-13. I'm not sure. I'm not, I think they just make a rated R one, man. Because um, <laughs> uh, I mean, she was she was definitely killing people in there. Um, but I mean, it's uh you know they're getting into uh, the, the secret wars kind of kind of right now. So I mean, we're seeing the early signs of that. It seems like that's the direction Marvel's going in. So we're gonna get to see a lot of different um, uh, multiverses uh, colliding. Um, so that's going to give us the opportunity opportunity to see a different bunch of uh, new heroes as far as like Fantastic Four, X-Men. Don't want to give too much away if you're going to see it. De- definitely one of those movies you want to watch in the Marvel series. Um, I'm just looking forward to what's, what's to come. Mm-hmm. I, I, wish I, I wish I could fast forward it. But I mean, <laughs> we definitely just because I mean, you, we guys, definitely, you guys are always looking for the next best, next, next best Marvel movie. Well, the thing is, is that I mean, as a kid, the Marvel, our favorite Marvel was uh, pretty much X Men. X Men, yeah. Um, and that's the thing we've been waiting for. We couldn't get it all this time because freaking Fox had it, and Fox kept messing up the movies. Um, but now that Disney owns it, they're going to do it justice, and um, this is kind of them introducing it into the the Marvel universe that they already built with the with the roster they have. So I mean, now they got the full roster. There's still a few things they don't have access to, but the main thing is that they got the X-Men. So once we get that, it's going to be, it's going to be ridiculous. Cause like, if you can imagine like the uh, Avengers movie, how that was, how uh, awesome that was. And when you see Thanos fighting, um, you know, Iron Man and all those guys, I mean, some of the most powerful heroes they haven't even shown yet. So looking forward to that, mm-hmm. but definitely check it out. And then, uh that's pretty much it. Still waiting for some stuff. Uh, some and then some of the some of the W. What is the Warner Brothers movies? I'm not gonna say don't go to the movies to see them. Just wait a few months because they <laughs> go straight to HBO Max. So I'm waiting for that new um, uh, Fantastic Beast. Uh, if you like Harry Potter, that's like the pre Harry mm-hmm. Potter stuff. I, I think it's kind of cool. I like it. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, not a huge Potterhead, but definitely uh, something you can check out. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if you like the Harry Potter stuff, so nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Let me give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>